0: Hey, what up, world? This is Jay Vass from The Jay Vass Show, and I'm just here to talk to you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it is completely free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. No need to break the bank on expensive equipment. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And the coolest thing of it all is you can make money from your podcast. Right away with no minimum listenership. That's right, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Tell them Jay Vass sent you.
1: Overflow, they can hold around me Every time I come right around me, they want to sign me over, door, door. overflow attention I'm vicious and nah I don't play around see they know to be cautious when I don't make a sound they know it said I'm coming for mine the boogeyman's rest is just a matter of time independent we hustle talking no losses real bosses with muscle coming down just to flex no hate in my blood Showing nothing but love, I'm yeah. on my shit, been with it Underground, Texas star, star. R- riding too deep Pull me up and pass the bar, y'all, 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 y'all R.I.P. the big mo, big mo, we actin' bad Pullin' up at the show, J.Vaz, what up? Yeah. Got, got love for the real, okay. underdog give me ground, give him something to feel oh, yeah. No cap, get money, make your moves and major deals feel? Get your weight up, cause we ain't missin' no meals, huh? Mm.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're watching The Jay Vaz Show, a music and entertainment podcast. we got a special guest today from Dallas, Texas, but before we get you there, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at The Jay Vaz Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com, and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, make sure you hit the subscribe button on there as well. Let's get right into this from Dallas, Texas.
2: What's good with it, J-Vaz?
0: Out here in the age for the last eight years. Mr. Yeah, yeah, Never yeah. Die. Welcome to the show, man. Man,
2: appreciate you having me, man.
0: Big fan of the time. show.
2: Always be watching all the interviews. Good to be here.
0: All right, man. We appreciate the support. And we appreciate you making time to, to be you know, on the podcast. All right. And and you know, as I always tell all the other artists, we want to get to know you as a person, get to know you as an artist, and hopefully bring light not just to your music but to your whole career that people might you know people might be new to your to your music but they get to know a little bit of your background so speaking of your background before you were mr never die you were eternal
2: yeah
0: eternal this is back when you were in dallas yeah and you were with land embassy yes sir all right so take us back before land embassy have you always been into hip-hop
2: Um, first I started out kind of like rock music. Um, I grew up on MTV, so I liked all the rock music. Then Death Row Records came out. So I started listening to like Dre, Snoop Dogg, and I was still more listening to rock. And then Tupac. Tupac came to Death Row, and that changed my life. When the All Eyes on Me came out, it was done. I'm like, I'm gonna be a rapper. I I don't know what it was, but just that album just hit me and changed my life
0: changed your life and changed yeah. music. It yeah. changed music. Real talk. It changed, changed a lot of lives. So around what time did you take the music career serious? Uh, I'd say about 20
2: years ago in 2000, uh, there was a Dallas pioneer by the name of Pimpster. He used to get radio play. He was like one of the first Dallas artists to really blow up. Uh, we used to have flavor tv over there they play his videos on flavor tv we had sam goodies the cds would be selling out of sam goodies so me and my homeboys we all went to high school together and uh and we started talking about rapping and everything and then we hit up Pimpster and he became our first producer so he kind of taught us the game we came up under him and that's what helped us move so good because he had so much respect over there in dallas and then he was looking out for us he was producing for us and that's The rest is history, man.
0: Yeah. So growing up in Dallas, man, and you mentioned, you know, you've been here in Houston for the last eight years. But growing up in Dallas, what was the music scene like out there as far as you just mentioned, you know, um, Pimpstress, you said? Pimsta. Pimpsta. Pimpster's Pimp- yeah. was Dubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pimpstress, yeah. you know, besides him... What were some of the artists that, that you guys looked up to when you are out there in Dallas? Uh, There
2: was Mr. Pookie, Mr. Lucci. They were all Stony Crook, but there was an artist that came out before him named K-Rock, and we used to bump the hell out of here, man. He was real dope. Uh, DSR, of course. I got I got Tum Tum on my album because I always looked up to DSR. Uh, man, there were so many people out there. Um, there was a group called Two Cold Syndicate back in the day, um, and that was kind of once we started rapping, we linked up with them and and uh I'm trying to think who else many mortal soldiers out of fort worth there was aztec tribe out of dallas um i35 boys hate-a-proof. there was a lot of ogs in the game
0: so before land embassy were you uh in any other label or involved with any other label
2: no that was that was my introduction to the game
0: okay so talk to us about how how did you join Land Embassy.
2: Uh like I said it was just my homeboys and and we were kind of hustling doing some shit on the side and we just decided we wanted to start rapping cuz we were so into music. I was a big fan of No Limit, Master P. I loved seeing what they were doing. And then when I saw dope house, I saw South Park Mexican come up, I was like, "Man, we could really do this." You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So, so d- you left Land Embassy like in 2003?
2: Yeah. About so, that time. so
0: so so whoa, so it's been it's been a long. We're taking it back. We're taking it back 16, <laughs> 16 years. So whenever you started Land Embassy, uh, that's when you were Eternal. Mm-hmm. How did the name Eternal come about?
2: Uh, my homeboy just said because that's kind of my like my idea to rap. So he just said that I was gonna live forever through my music. So he called me Eternal. Yeah, it just stuck.
0: And when you made the change to when did you change your name to Mister Never Die?
2: Uh. Kind of when I left Latin Embassy, the last verse I said I did, I put Eternal aka Mr. Never Die. So I kind of kept Eternal aka Mr. Never Die forever until this year. And the reason why I changed it is because people were having problems on Spotify finding me because they'd be looking up Eternal and they would bring up all these other people besides me. So I knew Mr. Never Die would stand out from everything else. So that's why I just switched my name to Mr. Never Die. Basically for marketing purposes.
0: Marketing purposes. Yeah. Um, even though Eternal would be a good marketable name still.
2: Yeah, but there's so many people that use Eternal. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. So now talk to us about growing up. You say you were into uh, Metallica and, and you listened to, you were not just strictly hip-hop. So obviously Tupac, you said, was one of the people that, that changed, you know, that you wanted to get into hip-hop. But who mm-hmm. were you influenced by once you got started and you were like, you know, this is what I want to do because this artist obviously you said SPM, but besides SPM and Tupac, what other artists that you listen to and you were like, you know what?
2: I listen is... to a lot of West Coast music, East Coast music, like I'm just all over the place. I love music, yeah. Um, The Game, um, Fat Joe, Terra Squad, Big Pun, uh, Jada Kiss, just. I'm all over the place, man. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Midwest, I love Midwest. Um, Brother Lynch hung from the West Coast. I like under, underground all the way to mainstream. Drake, I like Drake. I like Eminem. Uh, old Kanye West, Jay-Z, of course, old Jay-Z.
0: <laughs> <laughs> put that out there, old Kanye West.
2: Little Wayne, Cash Money, Hot Boys, that influenced yeah. me a lot. No Limit, of course.
0: So you were in Land Embassy, left in 2003. Why did you leave Latin Embassy? Uh, we
2: just had a little bit of falling out, so I decided to do my own thing, and uh, and people kind of advised me against it, like Baby Bash. She told me, he's like, man, y'all built so much with Latin Embassy, it's going to be so much harder once you switch over to just Eternal, and you're going to have to bring all those fans over with you. and And I was hard-headed, I didn't listen. I was like, man, whatever, I got this, you know? (laughs) He he was right. And the thing is, it's right when CDs started playing out. So I was, we were doing awesome back then, selling CDs, making money, everything was good. And then the digital age hit. Everybody was downloading, and and that's right when I had my first kid, my second kid, and everything just kind of crashed, so.
0: Damn, I should have never left.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we were young, man. Just being hard-headed, stupid shit.
0: Uh, How many projects did you put out under Land Embassy?
2: Uh, We put out three albums. Well, four, because we put out a Slumped and Dumped album. That was kind of like a Screwed and Chopped style that Dallas was playing with. They called themselves the Slump Masters. And they did a little bit different. So we put out a Slumped and Dumped album. That was our last album. But we put out three albums with Land Embassy. And then um, him and his brother, Wrath Rest in Peace, they had put out an album. First, and then he got locked up, and that's when I officially joined the group.
0: Now, when whenever you you left, what were some of the disadvantages as far as obviously you said you know the the digital era started, but what were some of the disadvantages that you faced that made you kind of second guess yourself after you left?
2: Yeah, just building everything back up again from scratch. Like I just I said here, you keep all the material; it's all good. And then I started over from scratch, and that that was hard, man. Yeah. Coming up with all that bread to get in the studio, beats, um, to duplicate your CD, posters, yeah. all that stuff. We didn't weren't really doing videos back then because it was too expensive, but but it was pretty hard to start over from scratch. And then I just had my first son, so.
0: A lot of coming out of pocket. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, whenever you left Land Embassy. Uh, this is when I started getting more familiar with your music, uh, and you became part of Haterproof, Haterproof Records. Yeah, how did that come about?
2: Oh uh, well, when we were work- working on Latin Embassy, restless in Texas, uh, we were looking for somebody screw and chop the second disc. Well, slow and throw. I ain't gonna say screw and chop. Um, and so we we're asking around like who slows and chops here in Dallas. So everybody started, uh Greg from Rhythm Tracks, it was a mom and pop store over there in Dallas. He told us about big C's. So we hit him up, we got everything hooked up. We, and uh me and him, we just started working on that slowed and chop CD. And we just stayed a whole bunch of nights in the studios. We got real cool, sipping lean and shit, chilling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to big C's, man. Shout out to big You probably gonna hear this and gonna be mad like, hey man, don't we talk about this. <laughs> That's behind me now.
2: <laughs> yeah, we just had his boss house, so just chilling, slowing, chopping the CD. We got cool.
0: Yeah, shout out to Big C and the whole Haterproof Records fan, man. And uh, so, so you became cool with with Haterproof. Mm-hmm. How exactly did the whole joining Haterproof come about?
2: Well, that really happened when I moved to Houston, because because um, I actually kind of retired once I moved from Dallas to Houston. And then I got here, and Big C's. He was just kind of telling me um, he was working on that song, "Fast Life, Slow Music," with that boy T. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, bro, since you here, why don't you jump on this track with me?" So I jumped on the song, and then, and then after we did that, then we just started talking, chopping it up, and he's like, "Why don't you get down with Haterproof Click?" I was like, "Shit, bet." But we've been friends for so many years. I've been on almost every Haterproof album, so
0: yeah. I remember growing up as a kid, man. You would see hate approved and every every hate approved member had that hate approved piece. Yeah. You know, I I as a kid you would think like, I wonder how they joined, like oh, this okay. more, like an initiation <laughs> like here. And you see big C's putting the, <laughs> the, the <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I never got a logo, but oh, I, never man. Got
0: a piece. I, ne- I never joined like that. But you know what I'm saying? They're like you're yeah. like, I wonder how this happened. Like, see's like putting these damn necklaces already, around these people. Like you're, you're initiated now. Now. <laughs> now we're gonna get you tatted. No, nah,
2: like. it, uh, it was a it was the night he did that song with Frost, and uh, and everybody just got over there to the studio. We were all chopping it up. I think we worked on a song that night, and he was like so. Everybody down was Eternal getting down with the click.
0: When you join Approved, that they the C's came over here like like Master Splinter? And
2: <laughs> 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 no, uh, they just did that track uh with Kid Frost. He was working on his album and he did that and he invited everybody from the click over. So we all went over there. I think we worked on a song that night and then he's just like, Everybody cool with Eternal joining the click? And I've I've known everybody forever, so everybody's like, Yeah yeah. So
0: Yeah. strength and comes in numbers, man. That's yeah. one thing. You know, we were just talking about how we're sometimes our ego doesn't allow us to see this, but we're so much better when we're in numbers than exactly. being, you know, riding I've always solo.
2: preached about unity, man, always. Yeah. I reach out to artists all the time, like, let's work. I mean, you look back at my material work, I've done so many collaborations with so many people because I want... My fans will be your fans, your fans will be my fans. I mean that's the only way we can win.
0: Yeah. And I and I see that uh on your social media page, especially on Facebook. I follow you a little bit harder on Facebook than I do on uh on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Instagram I just spam people really. Oh, I just really? I mean I just post my stuff yeah. and get out. But uh on Facebook I do see that you do you do get a lot of support from, you know, other artists. I see them, you know, comment on your stuff like mm-hmm. yesterday you released the cover for Stuck in My Ways. Yeah. Um now I'm going to have to put this podcast out as soon as possible because I'm talking about <laughs> it yesterday and it's going to be a month from now. <laughs> nah, but, uh, you know, you put out the cover for Stuck in My Ways and, and I see you people, you know, reposting it for you. Other artists, not yeah. just people. So that that goes to show that other artists appreciate you as an as a artist and as a person. Uh, talk to us about. You've worked with a lot of artists, uh, like you just mentioned Tum Tum, you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, Baby Bash giving you uh, advice, mm-hmm. obviously you work with, with Big C's, Tum Tum, you know, D- uh, DSR, talk to us about how does it feel to be able to work with all these artists and, and get, you know, love from them as well?
2: Man, it's a blessing, man, I just, you show love, you get love, yeah. and, I, and I show love, I'm I'm never too, my ego isn't so big that I'm like, ah, you get a whole bunch of rappers in the room, and they'll act like they don't know each other, know who they are. Yeah. Man, i walk up to you and be like, what's up, man? Nice to meet you, or I, I'm a fan of your music. And I keep my ears to the streets. I'm always listening to what's going on. Like Stuck in My Ways, my new EP, I got a whole bunch of younger artists on there that I'm looking out for. Well, yeah. I ain't got to say I'm looking out for, but I collaborate with them because I got love for their music. I got respect for what they're doing. I want to see them win. That's I call my album Texas OG. It's my job as an OG to look out for everybody, you know? Yeah. Put them up on game, try to help them out with things. And all you got to do is reach out to me. I'm here to help.
0: Yeah. So I should have asked, asked this earlier, but what's your current relationship with Land Embassy and Haterproof since you've left both uh, labels?
2: Uh, I'm cool with SLO. We talk every now and then, but he really isn't doing music. He's doing more real estate. But we chop it up. We got a track with Project Pat we need to wrap up. Um... So we're going to release that single hopefully next year, because this year's our 20-year anniversary. So I want to get that single out. Um, I'm cool with everybody and hate to Proof. I don't really talk to Big C's, but I'm cool with him. I ain't got no yeah. beef with him. But Braze One, I talk to him almost every day. Vago, I talk to him all the time. Krim, I talk to him. Yeah. Me and Nava, we don't talk a lot, but we chop it up every now and then, like on Facebook and stuff. But
0: Bray still doing shirts.
2: He does his shirts. Yeah, yeah, he does all my shirts. shirts. Yeah, Yeah, that's my dog, man.
0: You 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 wearing one of your shirts right now?
2: Nah, this Rob Zombie. (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: see, you already filling that marketing. <laughs> Why miss, you ain't wear your own shirt? <laughs> <laughs> sure, wear your own shirt. I was about to say, show us your shirt, man. But my never girl, mind. My girl told me. I think I think Rob Zombie. Does, <laughs> Rob Zombie's doing good. He don't. He don't need the promotion. <laughs> uh, hey, they're always right, man. They're always right. Yeah. When people tell me something I'm like, "Yeah, my girl said I should have done that," but, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> um, well, but that's good that you know you still have a. Like you said, you don't talk to C's but you know there's a good relationship there. Yeah. That's that's always good to, to to not burn those bridges, man. C's I got a number of respect for C's, man. He's um even though I haven't made music, you know, the last ten years, like I was telling you, I still keep a close relationship with him. Oh, we really? still talk. Uh, outside of the music, you know, uh, we still talk and stuff, uh, you know, that's uh, big bros, so to speak. Oh, you know really? what I, mean? like, I I reach out to him for advice and and, and you know, he he's always there. So shall, yeah, once again, shout out to C's. I'm
2: not, not, not beefing nobody. Long you don't disrespect me, I ain't gonna disrespect well, you. Well, that's some bullshit.
0: <laughs> I wanted some beef controversy on this episode. Come on now. <laughs> uh, see, that was that was one of the questions. Any any beefs or controversies we can talk about? <laughs> My true syrup ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't right. Nah. Uh, all right, man. So. Going back to when you were with Land Embassy, the first track you ever recorded, do you remember what song that was? Yeah, it was a song called Cholos. Cholos. Yeah. All right. So you were living the cholo lifestyle back then. <laughs> Watch
2: out. I mean, not really. But <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, S.A. local Brad, they were from El Paso, so they kind of had more like a little, they had a cholo vibe to them.
0: So. Yeah. So comparing Cholo to what was the most recent track you recorded? Hmm.
2: think a song called Mask with Space City Lords.
0: Shout out to Space City Lords as well. shout out to them boys. If you haven't done so, Big C's, Space City Lords, both of them, we have had uh, interviews uh, on them, so make sure you guys check that out. But um, comparing your very first track to this one, how do you feel you've grown as an artist? Oh,
2: man, just learning how to record the first time The first time I went in the booth, I killed it. I mean, not like I killed it, but I did it all in (laughs) one take. You know what I'm saying? But I was so nervous doing it. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how it would sound. I didn't know how people would react to it. But now I have so much more confidence behind the mic. I know what I'm doing. I know how to manipulate my voice. I know how it's going to sound. Especially working... I've worked with FM forever, man, since I've been here in Houston. Probably about five, six years, so... I got confidence when I'm in that booth. I know yeah. how how I want to record it. How I'm gonna do my ad libs. I didn't even know about ad libs or anything back then. So, yeah. but it's it's so funny because so many of Latin embassy supporters will tell me that they like my music from back then, because it was just so raw. And I'm like, man, but I'm so much better now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like
0: I've gotten better, man. <laughs> Have you listened to my new music shit? Yeah.
2: But, it, but it's just something about the rawness when you first start out that people draw. I understand because I'm a big Three Six Mafia fan. And like their old stuff, I love their old stuff. And then their new stuff, I'm like, it's so polished. And, yeah. But I mean, it comes with growth.
0: Yeah. So, you, how you, you know, you just mentioned how you recorded everything in one take. I remember when I first started, I used to take pride in that. Like, mm-hmm. But it does sound so much better when you do it by bars, like four yeah. bars and then come back and do another four bars. Well, I
2: still do it all in, in one take, but I was just kind of surprised for my first time that I did it because I didn't know yeah. what to expect. But still, when I go in the booth, I still... That's my main goal, to go from front to end. I was, for a while, I'd do, like, one bar, every other yeah. bar. But you could really tell the difference. Yeah. Like, Ludacris and Project Pat, you could tell they used to rap a lot like that. They used to build their verses up like that. Yeah. But, but uh, and actually, Big C's and my homeboy, Hitman Cortez, they both told me, they're like, bro, just spit your whole verse. <laughs>
0: I see that's some bullshit, too. Hold on, man. Because I remember when I told C's, I was like, hold on, man. Like, I, I do my verse in one take. He's like, bullshit. I was like, I do. Ask FM. And FM's like, yeah, he does all in one take. He's like, you know, it'll sound better if you break it into, like, bars. Like, every two bars. Uh-huh. I was like, really? So, Yeah. And that helped me at the yeah. time. Back then, I was like, damn, I do sound better like this. I'm you yeah. here talking about, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. like, every, every, <laughs> every four bars, you know.
2: Well, well, when C was telling me that, he really wanted me to kind of slow my rap down some because I tried to fit so much in. So he kind of showed me how to leave a word out here and there.
0: Yeah. So obviously, you've you you know you, you, you learned a lot from working with all these big names. What's your favorite memory from working with uh, these artists? Mm. I mean, there's so many, man. Uh, man there ain't no beef. We're going to start one now. You're going to leave somebody out. Let's go.
2: <laughs> man, shooting that video with Flip, that was that was real cool. Uh, I've I done a lot this year, man. Shooting that video with TomTom, Tom, that that was real cool to me. Because I had always wanted to work with TomTom Tom and to finally get a chance to work with him. Yeah. Um, man, there's so many things. Going on the road... Uh, Me and Braze, we used to hit the road. Me and Krim, we used to hit the road and just sell CDs, big Cs. We'd all just be hitting the road, hustling, doing shows. Me and Krim, we used to hit the Poteet Flea Market in San Antonio like every weekend. Then we'd hit Military Drive Sunday night, just hustle CDs. I mean, the stories are endless. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm riding with the top head back, pushing up for a forward slab. I'm grabbing wood grain like I'm supposed to. Let the screw tape bang slide from lane to lane Top's drop I'm just stuck in these H-Towns I'm riding
1: with the top lip back, Pushing a foreign slab. I'm gripping wood grain Like I'm supposed to Let the screw tape bang slide from lane to lane Top's drop I'm just stuck in these H-Towns yeah, Less no doubt They know they can't change me nah. 20 years been solid I'm a Texas OG uh. Came up under legends Certified check my past okay. Watch them go, but through it all, I still last. Yeah, Say I'm stuck in my ways, I just have to agree. Uh, From my very first album, look back, it's still me. Yeah, Pay homage yeah, to the greats, Texas shits in my blood. German blue, blue 22, I may be stuck in the mud. They know yeah. that Dallas raised me, yeah. Texas made me. Uh, Move to H-Town, that's the city that pays me. Independent, uh, I hustle for myself yeah, on my own. Uh, you can take me out the state, but know that Texas is my home. I'm
3: Pushing up for a slap so I'm gripping time, with like I'm supposed to Let the screw tape bang Sliding from lane to lane Tap I'm just stuck in these H-Towns I'm riding with the top head back Pushing up a I'm gripping with brain like I'm supposed to Let the screw tape bang Sliding from lane to lane Tap I'm just stuck in these H-Towns Bitch, I'm from the H We jam. Robert Earl Dave R.P. Damn it, Jay why we crawling
1: all them spankers? 2019, screw tape still banking.
0: Fit wheel reclining while I'm wood grain swanking. How I'm supposed to? Come here, let me show you. 4-5 coming down, bitch, I thought I told you.
1: No central soldier, I put on for the city. Everybody know me like Kelly, no nips. Super cool nigga, but I'm far for being friendly. Still whipping nigga head like they Watch the tracks you come through, man. This
3: shit can get tricky. Wrong move, get dead on your ass. No I'm with the top, that back Pushing up for a forward slap. I'm grabbing wood grain like I'm supposed to. Let the screw take pain. Sliding from lane to lane. Tops drop. I'm just stuck in these H time. I'm riding with the top, that bad. Pushing a forward slab, I'm gripping with brain like I'm supposed to. Let the screw take bang slide from lane the to lane. Touch just drive, I'm just stuck in these H-town ways.